Hello, I'm Mike Baselli, and this is episode 19 of Passionate Pioneers. In this episode, we welcome a globally recognized healthcare innovation ecosystem builder, friend, and industry champion to our podcast studio in Denver, Colorado. Haley Hovius is the president of the Nashville Healthcare Council, a premier association of healthcare industry leaders working together to inspire global collaboration and to improve healthcare by serving as a catalyst for leadership and innovation. During this episode, we learn from Haley the origins of how Nashville and Tennessee grew into a healthcare economic leader and how she and others in the community are preparing to embrace and shepherd the innovation revolution that is inevitably coming to the healthcare industry. Additionally, Haley shared how her previous professional experience has prepared her to lead one of the most important business ecosystems for our country's largest industry and why she is more excited than ever for the limitless opportunities that the Nashville and Tennessee ecosystem offers to so many of us across the nation. Before we dive into the episode, I want to thank Haley for spending time with me during her visit to Denver, another city and community deeply dedicated to improving the healthcare industry and the health of our nation. Because of Haley's relentless pursuit and passion for bridging relationships between industry incumbents and the healthcare innovation community, the health of many lives the industry serves will continue to flourish. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Haley, welcome to our podcast being recorded here at Halo Creative Labs, located inside of Angel MD's headquarters here at Catalyst, our healthcare innovation campus in downtown Denver. Mike, I'm so excited to be here. I can't even tell you. I feel like this has been such a journey for both of us since we talked two years ago about it's this a long project time of yours. It's a really long time coming. And here we are. It's amazing. <laughs> what you've done here is absolutely amazing. It has been an incredible moment in time to be with you and to see this. Well, it's, it's uh, an honor to have a VIP on campus today here in Denver. So we have so much to cover on this podcast today, Haley, and I'm thrilled to have you in our community. So again, formally, welcome to Denver. I'm looking forward to discussing your journey and becoming the CEO of a globally recognized organization that is helping lead and shape the future health of the healthcare industry for our nation and beyond. We're also going to have some real talk. Given the disruption and innovation that is coming to our very broken healthcare industry, we're going to dive into how the Nashville ecosystem is preparing, embracing, and empowering the industry incumbents to be a part of shaping the new healthcare industry our nation will inevitably expect and demand in the near future. For our listening audience, here's a few statistics to better appreciate the size, magnitude, and importance of the Nashville healthcare industry and its ecosystem. The local impact of Nashville's healthcare industry is $46.7 billion, while the impact of Nashville's music and entertainment industry is $10 billion. Yes, that's four times the size. Nashville-based healthcare firms employ more than 270,000 people locally and 570,000 globally. There are 16 publicly traded healthcare companies in Nashville, 
And Nashville-based healthcare firms have facilities in every state in our country and throughout the globe with operations in Australia, Canada, Ireland, Israel, New Zealand, Philippines, South Korea, and other locations. Wow, that was some impressive statistics. And then most importantly, the mission of the Nashville Healthcare Council is to inspire global collaboration to improve healthcare by serving as a catalyst for leadership and innovation. Haley, this is going to be a very important, timely, and exciting conversation today. Given your deep commitment and passion in helping lead a revolution for our industry, I can't wait to dive in. But before we dive in on how you're helping shape global collaboration in our industry, a bit of housekeeping. For our audience, while listening to any of our episodes, please make sure to visit the episode notes to share feedback and ideas with our guests via our guest feedback form link and to nominate other passionate pioneers for a future episode via our guest nomination form link. And lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli in iTunes or Spotify. All right, Haley, let's take a moment to break the ice a bit so our community can get to know you personally before we dive in and nerd it out a bit on, on healthcare. So let's grab a question here. Go ahead and randomly select one. She's going for the middle. Ooh, it's my question that I was really hoping I'd be able to answer. My favorite place. So your favorite place. So tell us your favorite place on earth you've ever been and why. This is a great question. It can go a lot of different directions, but in my case, I'm thinking travel because I love to travel. Um, and we have had case, a lot of conversations around that, haven't we? We have had a lot of conversations. <laughs> You've been doing a lot of fun travel. It is so. it is fun. We love it as well. So in my case, I would say it's Machu Picchu. Oh. And the reason being, number one, I love Latin American culture. But number two, I, I love places where the natural world is absolutely exquisite. And in this case, this is this unique opportunity where the natural world and the man-made world come together in this beautiful, seamless, harmonious kind of way. Uh, this is absolutely incredible a sense of time and place that you're just completely in a different world. Did you hike in or did you bus in? I bust in okay. and I would I don't go blame back. You. I would go back. I actually have a vision of doing uh, lodge to lodge okay. through the sacred Valley. Oh wow. Pisco sour in your hand and also hot tub at night. None of this with a Sherpa, like none of this, none of this camping stuff. Okay. But I love the idea of hiking in and, and spending a lot of time there. It's absolutely beautiful. And how there's a spiritual energy that's incredible. How long ago did you visit? Boy, that was when I was in a different time of life. It was about seven years ago. Because yeah. what I'm hearing is, is that they're like limiting the number of people that can go there now. Which is a really good thing. I, I bet. Bad for me when I try to go next, but totally worth a visit for anyone who's never been worth putting on your bucket list. So I had some family friends do the hike in and got terribly sick while hiking. Altitude or? No, uh, like stomach oh, flu. Just, yeah, like bad food. Oh, no. Yeah, it wasn't good. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, then I might have done it the right way with the bus. <laughs> it is on. It is like, uh, Peru and Machu Picchu are high on our list as well. And Peru has amazing food, too. It I does. think they were just voted as the number one place oh, to eat in the world. So. Good to know. There's our fun fact for the day. I could have talked about food, too, but <laughs> Well, we're going to go healthcare, but <laughs> here we go. Um, well, thank you for that, Haley. Always, always great to talk about travel as, as we do a lot of travel in our family as well. So let's go ahead and dive in. We set the stage a bit. Lots to talk about. 
I'm very fortunate and uh, you know grateful to be able to come to Nashville quite a bit and spend time with leaders like you and your community and being able to see firsthand the importance of the community in Nashville, what it means to our industry that touches every single American, what all of you are up to, your leadership at the council, and the incredible things that are being positioned for the future of our industry in Nashville for the rest of the country. But let's go back a bit, though, Haley. I know you've been at the council now for about a little over four years. What were you doing before? Were you in healthcare? How did you get here? This organization's been around for, what, 25 years. How did you become the CEO of the Nashville Healthcare Council? It's a really fun and interesting question because I'll tell you, after I got my MBA, I ended up going to California to be a consumer packaged goods marketer in the wine industry. So there's nothing about that that said healthcare or could have painted a picture When I got back to Nashville, um, I moved back nearly 10 years ago. And when I got back there, I started working for a software startup before being recruited to go work for the state government. And I was the trade director for the state of Tennessee. So we talk about travel. I got to go all over the world talking about Tennessee's amazing goods and services. And one of the areas that fairly underrepresented for the size of the industry is healthcare. Hmm. So I was working with the healthcare council. We ended up taking some small businesses to a trade mission that they did to France. Um, And I got to know a lot of the CEOs from Nashville at the time, got to develop somewhat of a relationship with Senator Bill Frist, and actually started learning a ton about healthcare. And you you can kind of see from trips like that, that focus so deeply on the the issues that different countries are facing, kind of extrapolate that to the US. Um, And that's what really got me passionate about healthcare, um, and ultimately led to me going to work for the council. Wow. And did you know, so you you knew a lot of these CEOs and were uh, interacting with them there, but was the job rack open? Were they looking for somebody coming from outside? I mean, let's just call a spade a spade on healthcare. Sometimes it's very insular, right? And sometimes we kind of uh, repeat things and we just kind of hire within. Were they looking for somebody outside of the industry? You know, I'm not sure that they were looking for someone outside the industry, but they recognized that it could be a huge asset and a value. When I was talking about the job, because in Nashville, healthcare is such a huge and important industry. It is hard to break into. People tend to have this sense that it's impossible to understand or to, to be able to work effectively in it. And I think from Nashville's perspective, there's so much of a provider element to what we do. I mean, it's the, the people business is Nashville. It's the, the direct delivery of care at massive scale. So in a way, that's a lot of complexity. It's a lot of people who've studied for many years to be in the industry. But coming outside gives you the opportunity to ask questions and be able to bumble through things in ways that someone who's been in it can't do for a while. So that was seen as an actual benefit to the organization was me coming from a perspective, particularly a consumer packaged goods perspective. So that vision of the consumer, which as we've sort of seen this consumer journey happening, was really interesting to the council. I was being hired in in the role of the fellows director. Um, And fellows is a program that is chaired by Bill Frist, um, former US Senate majority leader, a member of the Frist family who founded HCA, the largest hospital um, and healthcare organization in the country. Um, He is an amazing individual that covers all aspects of healthcare. He's also a heart transplant surgeon. So no big um, deal, just doing that on the side. No biggie, no biggie. Um, (laughs) But I do remember sitting in the interview and saying to the president of the council at the time that I felt I had to address the elephant in the room, which was, I actually knew more about the French healthcare system than I knew about the US healthcare system. Wow. And going into this course and fellows is a, it's, it's not necessarily a leadership development course so much as it is a course where you take senior leaders from healthcare who have large purviews 
um, to be able to change things. And you bring them together and you break down silos and you start talking about problems and trying to get them to think through problems and how they work together differently. And here I was saying, hey, I've got no idea how what the problems are here. I could tell you more about what's going on in France. Um, and to her credit, she said, Haley, you've got the best teachers in the country because Bill Frist is an amazing teacher. Um, and Larry Van Horn's the um, other chair of the program, also an amazing health economist. Um, so truly the, the best in the country to learn from in a city where healthcare is the bread and butter. By the way, a quick plug for Senator Frist, his podcast, A Second Opinion, Second Opinion is, is great. phenomenal. So let him know next time you see him. He's got a big fan in Denver. Absolutely. So from one podcaster to another. To another. I'll pass that on. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's let's rewind the clock. We did that for you personally, but I also want to take it back to the council itself, right? So Nashville, yes, right now it's probably the biggest and leading ecosystem or city for the industry, but that doesn't one happen overnight. It hasn't historically been like that for you know millennia. It hasn't you know like the automotive industry for Detroit per se. Take it back, though. How did you mention Senator Frist and their family? How did it all begin in Nashville? What did that look like for the council being 25 years old now? Maybe take it back a bit, the history of the city and healthcare and how that kind of converged. Yeah, absolutely. So really, the history of Nashville's healthcare industry began with the founding of HCA. Yeah. And that's actually 51 years ago. It was wow. 50 years last year. Um, and it was Tommy Frist Jr. and Tommy Frist Sr., um, who were both physicians, um, both doctors, uh, one administering in a hospital, um, one younger coming back to Nashville. Um, and I always ask this question when I do these, when I do presentations about Nashville, and I say, what do you think that Holiday Inn and Kentucky Fried Chicken have in common with healthcare? It's one of these unique Nashville stories. Hit it. Yeah. So actually, Tommy Frisch Jr., roomed with the son of Kemmons Wilson, who was the founder of Holiday Inn okay. in college. So you can see, you know how entrepreneurs think, right? Like you're an entrepreneur. So he's thinking, wow, this is really interesting. So tell me more about what your dad did and how this worked. And you can imagine, I mean, Holiday Inn back in the day, this would have been the 50s, you know, Eisenhower Interstate Highway Systems, fairly new, wild variability in, in motels and hotels along the roadside. Do you, are you at the Bates Motel or is it someplace a cute bed and breakfast? Who knows? Um, and Holiday Inn offered this sort of standardization. Wow. The fact that you knew you could count on a clean towel and soap and sheets and it was going to be a, a decently nice experience every single time you went to Holiday Inn, you could count on it. Hmm. And that's really where Tommy Frisch Jr. said there was, because at the time there was wild variability in hospitals as well. You can imagine rural, urban, there was just, it was so disaggregated. There was so no real sense of connectivity in the industry at the time. And he said, what if we could do that same thing? What if you could offer a level of quality and service at scale the way they do at a Holiday Inn, right? And a lot more complexity when you're talking about a hospital, but still the idea being, how could we do this and make people's lives better? Wow. Um, so 50 years, um, HCA grew and grew and grew. And the Nashville story is one of, I think Senator Frist was the one that likens it to the Silicon Valley of healthcare. Yeah. Um, because it probably Silicon Valley is what it most resembles in the in the way that um, particularly the Frist family would reinvest in other businesses. So an executive would go out to found another company and the Frist family would support them by doing business with them, sometimes funding them. And this virtuous cycle was created where people were working together. Um, part of that was the Nashville culture anyway, which was a very friendly sort of Southern culture. Part of that was very much driven by the Frist family. Um, they were very open and willing to work with others and 
saw a lot of value in increased competition. Um, so if you fast forward to the founding of the council, 25 years after they'd been started, essentially, um, you already had, I think it was at the time, maybe nine publicly traded companies. Wow. Um, and a lot of people that had founded, you know, as, as you look at, we have a family tree, we call it in Nashville. So I've, you see I've the seen, development I've of seen your family tree. It's enormous. It's big poster. <laughs> Um, and it shows you when one executive would leave a C-suite to go found another company. It just shows you the connectivity, the wild connectivity in this industry. And a lot of that was driven by opportunities seen from various executives at HCA that went to found other companies. Um, and it is, an, it is a wildly creative industry from that perspective. You've seen a lot of different business models form over time um, that have really transformed the way healthcare is delivered. Things like um, ambulatory surgery centers, moving care outside of the hospital really first started in Nashville. People said, you know, there's got to be a more efficient way to handle patients and to give them a a different experience that's also in a cheaper cost of care because that was even back 30 years ago when this was founded an issue. Um, So you've seen that in Nashville over time. And you've seen this proliferation. And I would say as we move toward current day, you see a lot more on the tech-enabled side, but still the same sort of theory about how do we make this more cost-efficient? How do we make this better for patients? And we're going to go there on the tech yeah. side because, you know, that's where that's I where live, live. And that's my home, if you will. Um, but go back, though, that, so 25 years ago, you're seeing this, you know, at that time, nine publicly traded organizations. I mean, even today for one city, that would be amazing. Did somebody see an opportunity to be the, is it the glue? Is it the convener? And is that what the council was and is? Yeah, the council was founded, um, when you hear them tell the stories, it was founded as an economic development arm. Um, And in a way, but doing that by creating this connectivity, so a network connectivity, same thing that you would see in maybe a Silicon Valley as well, but very much back-ended by an organization that was entirely focused around educating and connecting the industry and the executives within the industry. Um, and what was, that, it, was it private, initially privately? So it's an econo- economic development opportunity. Was it from the mayor's office, governor's the office? The Chamber private? of Commerce wow. as well, but, but with massive support from the healthcare industry itself. The healthcare inter- industry executives came together and said, we are going to support this because we do believe that a rising tide will raise all the boats and we see this opportunity for all of us to come together and we see how that could benefit the city, the industry, our companies. Um, and so that was 25 years ago. The council itself is a membership organization. We have over 300 members. And truthfully, today, about 25% of those aren't even located in Nashville. Wow. They have a, a vested interest in the city, whether it's because I mentioned, you, you talked about the talent numbers, 250,000 people working in healthcare. Just so you can't throw a rock in Nashville, Tennessee without hitting a healthcare executive. Um, We don't like to do that uh, (laughs) at our events or anything, but, but we do, you can find a lot of talent in Nashville that has direct, I feel like this is an area where Nashville really excels. There's, this is the delivery of care at scale. So there's just so many people that actually it's where the rubber meets the road in healthcare. It's working with patients. And that is a really key part of the system to understand. And it's it's really important and something that Nashville really excels at. So where is the council today in regards to what is the value for the council in the ecosystem today? I mean, and before you answer that, mm-hmm. 25 years ago in this industry was wildly different than what we're seeing right now. So where is the council today? How do you view uh, your leadership within this huge ecosystem? And what is the value that the council is bringing to this industry today? Yeah, and I, I was really lucky because I had I inherited an incredibly strong organization that my predecessors and the boards 
that worked with them just did an amazing job building a network that's very trusted in Nashville. So today, we would be the front door to Nashville's healthcare industry in a way. I mean, we we do connect everyone. We make it easy to get plugged in and to to become a part of what's happening in Nashville. And Nashville's a very relationship-based town, as you know. I mean, it just really people want to get to know you. They want to spend the time. And we enable that in a oh, great sense. Oh, you do. I've been to one of your luncheons and I was just inundated with the open arms and the, and the welcoming spirit. And and it's not just like like lower level employees of some place. I mean, these are the executives. These are the leaders of massive industries. Come on in, hang out. Like, it's unbelievable. It's a great, a big part of the, this, the purpose statement of the council to, to bring people together. It's that convening and that as you, you like the word catalyst, I yeah. know. And, and like being a catalyst, it's really just enabling the industry to come together. And we bring people who are thought leaders from around the country so that we can expose our members to that because it's really important for them to see what's happening in the rest of the country and then for them to be able to interact with those leaders because our leadership needs to be talking to those because it's going to take everybody. Well, I go <laughs> and to go a fun story to go back to that luncheon that you, you invited me to. I just so happened to be there when Senator Frist was interviewing then CEO of Athena Health, Jonathan Bush. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, wasn't it? Oh, that was. Oh, oh the was. whole blockbuster discussion. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that was quite a festive discussion. It was and that was a well attended event. <laughs> it People was were packed. really interested in where that was going. But to your to point, me. I mean, the convening of incredible minds, the leaders of this, the largest industry in our nation, they were all in one room at one time. It was incredible. Yeah. We're really fortunate that people still come together like that. And you asked about sort of where the council is today. You know, we, we do a lot of events. That's, you know, one of the things that just bringing people together in person these days is almost more valuable than it ever was within the age of LinkedIn, social media, all of these ways that you interact, interacting face to face can be even more valuable. But we also do quite a bit um, from a leadership development standpoint where we have a group called Leadership Healthcare and it's taking the young emerging leaders in our industry and really bringing them together so that we're creating that connectivity for a next generation and really putting them with the bleeding edge of what's happening in healthcare so that they're ready for the change that's coming. Um, and then when you are probably most important program that we do when it comes to achieving our mission of that, how are we going to really improve healthcare and how are we going to get people to collaborate is the fellows program that I mentioned before. Such such great feedback from friends. It is absolutely an incredible program. It's uh, We bring together, like I said, 30 senior leaders. I mean, we're talking the chief operating officer of massive healthcare organizations, the you know, the people who are, if, if you're not in the C-suite, you're going to be in the C-suite within the next two or three years. And it's huge organizations. And we try to make sure we're breaking down silos. So it's payers, providers, it's health tech, it's bioscience, it's pharma. Um, it's from people outside of Nashville. People from outside. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. People, that's And that's a big push. Yep. These days, I think with where the council is and you asked kind of where I was seeing it, I think it's our ability to bring people together that are inside and outside of Nashville. Because you know we talk about the fact Nashville offers something special in that it's where the rubber meets the road. It's people that understand dealing with patients in a way that not many other areas in the country have that kind of depth of talent and understanding, but it's bringing them together with people who are thinking differently outside of healthcare. So we also will have, you know, the, these executive officers at large companies, but we also have CEOs of small organizations that are just trying to get it going and, you know, have these great ideas on how to improve healthcare and putting them all together and mixing them up and giving them thought leaders like 
Bill Friss and Larry Van Horn to work with and it's magic. And what we now have also is an alumni network of 220 of these guys who are out there every single day working to change healthcare and working with each other to change healthcare. Let's go to that. Let's get into some real talk. Yeah. Because this is why I love hanging out with you. You, you get it. You, you invest a lot of time in, with the innovators and the disruptors and the entrepreneurs around the country. And I'm fortunate to be able to collaborate with you on a number of, of, of initiatives, one of them being our Together.Health initiative. But let's get into that real talk a bit. And I think that these are some of the tough things that I think all of us are grappling with. Where the industry has been for years is and going forward, that's not sustainable, right? We're now at roughly 20% of our nation's GDP and growing at three plus trillion dollar annualized spend. Outcomes aren't even in the top 10 on the planet. I mean, I can go on and on and on, right? It's broken. And so given the disruption and innovation that is inevitably coming to this industry, whether this industry likes it or not, how is the Nashville ecosystem preparing, embracing, and empowering the incumbents the large established players, to be a part of shaping the new healthcare industry, our nation will inevitably expect and demand in the near future. How are you guys preparing for that? Yeah, um, I would say that it's a great question because for Nashville, we are a provider town and people are the slowest to change. And since we are a people business, it is slower probably than in other parts of the country and it's healthcare too. So I always say, you know, when we're talking executives, if you're an executive in healthcare, who is dealing with patient lives, you're not going for the quickest, newest solution. You're, you're going to take a little longer. And then you've got these huge populations of people that have to go through that change. I honestly, I look at it and change management is probably the toughest part. We've got all the technology in the world, but how do you get that employed in a way and everyone moving in the same way um, so that you really can take advantage of, of what you can do through technology? Um, I see that as a I see that as a huge problem and one of the reasons that Nashville, I feel like, is in some ways at a slower pace. Um, Nashville companies have always been really good at pacing to where they need to be. I can tell you that internally, companies like HCA are doing amazing and incredible work with data. I mean, the the big data plays that they're able to do. HCA has more data than most countries. Unbelievable. Um, And it's longitudinal data in in a lot of ways. And they're able to create things like a sepsis algorithm that they made available to people throughout the country. And it's saving thousands of lives within their own hospital every year. And it will save many more thousands of lives. And I think that's when you look at Nashville, they don't talk about it much. Nashville's, in fact, I was just at a board meeting and we were talking about the fact that Nashville needs to talk more about the great things they're doing. Vanderbilt University has the largest genomics grant from the NIH in the country. They have the largest genomics database in the country that they're pairing with clinical data. Now, nobody's talking about that. It's something that we really need to talk about, and and I think people don't hear it enough. I want to tell that story because I feel like we need to be bringing in the people that can help use what's happening in Nashville to create more solutions. It's It's a place where when you come, if you can work with the companies there, and it's not easy, but if you can make it happen... The opportunity to change healthcare at scale is absolutely there because this is where we deal with more patients from Nashville than anywhere else in the country. So one of the things that plagues, this is not just a Nashville-centric type of comment or question. This is just an industry across the United States comment and question. I think one of the things, and you've already said it, I, I also fully agree, Haley, that one of the big issues for us is it's not technology innovation. We have that in spades. It's the mindset, right? It's, it's the culture. It's change management, all of that. I think one of the things that you and I, we probably see it all over the country in our travels as well, 
it's orthodoxy. It's this is the way it's always been, right? This is this is how we've always done it. And that to me is one of the biggest pinch points in our industry. And especially now in the recent news, you start seeing the Amazons coming in, the the Microsofts, the Apples, right? They're coming, whether you like it or not, and they're coming at breakneck speed, which then is also going to empower these innovators. Uh, consumerism's coming at, you know, at a fast rate as well. And then you kind of mash that up against the, this is how it's always been. Is Nashville ready for that? You know what? I think that clash? We, yeah, I think we are. I think we are, particularly because Amazon's locating a yeah. fairly large office in Nashville, which gives us a lot more proximity uh, to what's happening with Amazon. Um, and I've, I talk to the CEOs all the time and have brought up this question, hey, are we ready? What do we think? And, and you know, to a person, they've all said, we actually think it's really exciting because of what it will do for the city um, awesome. and ultimately that it will add to our organization's capabilities and understanding. Um, so you know, for a lot of them, the hospital business is really complex. I don't know that Amazon's looking to take over hospital, but there are a lot of other areas in healthcare that they can have wild purview in. And, and there's a lot to be learned through those partnerships. And what I've seen from the CEOs that I work with is a, an excitement to kind of learn more, work with them, that type of thing. So I think that's really exciting. Nashville has a lot of innovation happening at different levels. Um, so it's, you know, as I said, it's it's now moving more toward tech-enabled services. Um, and when you look at a city where you do have access to so much patient data, Nashville sits on more data than anybody else in the country. I'm pretty sure when it comes to it, randomly music data, because we have all the music publishing companies there, we have a lot of financial data because a lot of New York um, financial firms actually house data hmm. in Nashville for whatever reason. Um, and then you've got healthcare data. So we have mountains of clinical data. We have genomics data, again, largest database in the country. So you've got financial transactional data too. So when you talk about data, boy, rich, rich, rich on the data side. And, and that is a huge opportunity for entrepreneurs coming in. And it's a huge opportunity for Nashville to take advantage of that um, and to be able to make those connections. So I think that's an opportunity area for us. Well, and I can tell you, you know, just to um, you know, validate that as an entrepreneur myself, it has been so exciting to watch the journey of Nashville. I go there quite often, as you know, you, you see me there, we go to dinner, we hang out, see each other at events. But, you know, perfect example, a gentleman like Eric Thrillkill, right? CIO of Envision and now the president of, of Tennessee Hymns, which recently uh, won the uh, Chapter of the Year Award, right? And is the largest in the country. La largest so in the country. And Yeah, absolutely. And, and when I attend a Tennessee Hymns event, it is powerful, exciting, innovative, cutting edge. Um, let's stress test and, and, and poke holes on anything and, and build that community as well while there. So Nashville definitely is trending. And I, and I I just see Nashville setting the tone for so many of us around the nation and uh, ensuring that we continue to move forward to embrace and move along the revolution that is coming to this industry. So I, I see it in real time when I come there. It's amazing. It's exciting to watch. And uh, while I, I do sometimes think, man, if only we could increase the pace of change here, um, at the same time, you know, you are working with patients and people. And so I feel like the Holy Grail is bringing technologists in and continuing that work, but also really figuring out how we change that mindset. We kind of talk about the mindset and that Absolutely. orthodoxy. I was talking to a HCA executive recently, and they were talking about just the stats. And it's like 17 years from the time something shows up in the New England Journal of Medicine until it's in common practice throughout the country. Yep. 
That is insane in today's world. That just is crazy to me. And now HCA can cut off years of that because they are so good at disseminating information and having networks um, of providers and clinicians that they they can provide information in a very different way. And it's part of their success. Uh, But at the same time, there's the rest of the country. Yeah. And it's just watching that happen is crazy. Let's touch on a little bit. We've uh, kind of dabbled in there a little bit through this conversation on innovation, technology, startups, and all of that. You know, one one thing that's exciting is the amount of venture capital that's pouring into Nashville now over a billion dollars. What have you seen? Are are you seeing more? What's the startup ecosystem there? Are you seeing more startups being, uh, you know, launched out of Nashville? Are you seeing more startups and entrepreneurs and these young, nimble companies being invited into these giants like an HCA or an Envision? Give us a little status update there on the innovation community. Yeah, it's really exciting. I I would say I'm seeing a lot of VCs coming to town these days, um, more and more and more. I mean, when I first was in this role nearly five years ago now, it's, you know, there was a lot going on, we felt, but then more and more of the nationally known VCs are coming to town. And so I'm having meetings kind of weekly with people just talking about, okay, what's the scene here? Partly they're coming too to just get talent. I mean, that's a big piece of it. But because of the culture in Nashville, which is this sort of creative culture, it is a cool city with a great vibe. People are coming and setting up shop there. And then, you know, most of them would know that their big customers are there. So it's sort of like, okay, ultimately we'll get here. It's not easy to get into a scaled company. I will say that you've got to have some skins on the wall before you try to come. Um, but we do see this growth in the startup industry, and it's you know it is tech enabled. It's everything from a, a Contessa, which Contessa is a great example of a company they they're doing hospital at home work, which which is amazing to me. I mean, I it's think huge. you know as I look at as a consumer packaged goods marketer, I try to understand people. I mean, that's really what's driving this. How do how do you meet the consumer's needs? And having had a parent in the hospital in the last couple of years around the holidays was something that could have been treated at home if we'd had that option instead of the family going to the hospital all the time and that you're in this environment. Wow, what an amazing thing to be able to have that. So for the family, for the patient, what a wonderful option. So we have companies like Contessa that are really starting to gain traction nationally. We have companies like Aspire, which was really focused on the palliative care side. Hmm. So again, it's it's having that in my view, the most consumer of all that, the touch of we're going to help guide you through this system because we talked about healthcare is broken. So if I'm a consumer, it's intimidating. I do healthcare day in and day out. And anytime I have to do anything, it's for me, it's intimidating. And I can't even imagine for most people, particularly seniors, people that are sick that don't know how to navigate the system, you're talking true consumerism there. So I see really exciting things happening. From that perspective. Well, I can tell you uh, a lot of companies that call Catalyst here in Denver home, they are making a lot of trips out to Nashville, which is a good sign. I, as you know, we uh, in our leadership community here in, in Denver and yours over in Nashville, we've been working together for years now to continue to stitch our ecosystems together because uh, doing things together makes it bigger and better for all of us. That's really important. I think, you know, We've, we have been. We've been working together for years. It's amazing. We talk about healthcare innovation ecosystems all the time. Um, when you come together in groups like that, we always end up talking about, okay, are we competing? Or are we? The, the whole thing is the problem so huge. It's going to take every single one of, us, of us working together. And there's no winner or loser. We've all got to work together to make this happen. 
Oh, that's very exciting. So let's now go forward thinking a bit. Where do you see Nashville? Where do you see the council, especially you know, in the next three to five years? And then layer on top of that, this the, the rate of change that we're seeing, we kind of just talked about all of that. Where do you see the council and Nashville in the next three to five years? Yeah, I, you know, I see us growing, particularly around those consumer oriented yeah. kind of business. What I view as true consumerism. I, you know, apps are great. It's great if you're a 30 something using an app, but we have this boomer generation happening right now. 10,000 a day retiring. Look, all of us in healthcare, when I look at healthcare, we are all touched by it. It's the most personal industry out there because we all have concerns for someone we love or for ourselves. And eventually we're all going to have to interact with it. And I see that as being something that Nashville, because of that focus on the patient, if we can really grasp a hold of that, I see us being a great healthcare city for many, many years to come. I mean, just the knowledge and the consumer, I think pulling that together, I think one of the things really connecting us with the rest of the country in terms of innovators and and interesting ideas in how to change healthcare, just because truthfully, if you can, you got to make it in Nashville. And that's what people will say. They'll say, you've got to make it in Nashville because that's where the scale is. But if you're an innovator who really wants to change healthcare for the better, you want to come there because it allows you to reach so many people at scale, which is what's really exciting about it. And in the council's work, are you guys going to continue on with the fellows program? Anything else on the horizon for the council? Yeah. So um, fellows, I think actually making that program bigger um, and really expanding its reach is is probably the greatest thing we could do. There aren't many programs like this in the country. I know the Aspen Institute has a great one. Health Evolution does. But there really aren't many that bring senior leaders together. It's fairly unique. And you're talking about one of the largest industries in the country, right? So what an opportunity and the way it changes how people think about healthcare is so powerful um, that I really do think that expanding that helps us with our mission um, and really helps us to have an impact on where healthcare is going in a very positive way. Well, with your leadership uh, continuing to be the CEO at the council, I know you and the community and the ecosystem are in great shape for years to come. You guys are doing incredible work. And as uh, as I tell many leaders over there, at some point, I'm going to have to buy a condo over there. I'm, I'm, I'm traveling I, over to Nashville so much now. We'd have such a good time. <laughs> I, it is we'd a great We'd go hiking. Time. We wouldn't go to any of the bars. We'd go hiking. It'd be great. It is a beautiful city. I am always, a, uh, always enjoy my travels to Nashville. You, you guys do it right. It's an incredible place. Um, Let's now have the community involved. What is one problem, need, or question from your perspective, your community's perspective that our listening community on this podcast can be helping you with? You know, I, for me, partly it's spreading the word about what's happening in Nashville, because I do think we need the interaction with the innovative community. I, I love people coming to town. I love trying to connect people just because I feel like we have a lot to offer in Nashville. It's legitimately where you're going to solve the problems from us in a sense in that it is just where the care is being delivered. It is where scale is happening. Um, I think we need to spread that word. So I think help spreading that word and then help me figure out the best way to connect people in a way that I can do. Um, because with so many people, and so many large companies, what's what's a value add for everyone? And that's what I'm trying to figure out. I love it. So for our listening community, do uh, visit the episode notes. There is a link for uh, feedback for our guests. Do share your ideas with Haley. Uh, she is spot on. It's one of those things you go to Nashville, you see it, you feel it, you sense it. The decisions 
for this industry are being made there every single day uh, to get into, uh, you know, the flow of the industry. That's where you need to be. And so any way to continue to tell that story across the country, feel free to send some ideas in via our guest for, uh, feedback form link. Uh, again, finding that link in our episode notes. So thank you for that, Haley. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of uh, feedback uh, pouring in once this uh, podcast episode goes live. So, but with that then, also, how can some of our community members get a hold of you? Are there connectivity points online? Where, where can we find you and your work? Absolutely. So we're www.healthcarecouncil.com. Okay. Great way to reach me, team members, and to understand a little more about what's happening in the council and Nashville's ecosystem. We do a lot of publishing in terms of what the ecosystem numbers look like. Um, the other thing I would say is find me on LinkedIn. It's a great tool, um, and we do share a lot of information. So again, there on to, to our community, we'll leave a, a link for uh, Healthcare Council's website as well as Haley's uh, LinkedIn uh, profile link there as well. So a lot of great content on your site, talking about events, what's going on, all the all the rich content about the community. So a, a very important website for sure. All right, well, it's time to take us home while you are visiting us here in Denver, Haley. We got to fill in the blank for you. So please fill in the rest of this sentence. I'm a passionate pioneer because. I truly believe that working together, we're going to solve the problems in healthcare. And I think all of our ecosystems across the country have opportunities to come together and it's going to take every single one of us. It certainly is. And, you know, the work that you and the rest of the community leaders inside of Nashville are, are doing for us across the country. Um, it's incredible. You guys are doing phenomenal work on the ground down there that are helping us across the entire country. So thank you for all of your relentless passion, determination, and dedication to continue to move our industry forward. And thank you for visiting Denver today. We're so grateful to have you here. Love this place. Thanks so much, Mike. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode.